0: I'd rather see you swing and miss than spend the next 60 years of your life wondering if you could have done it. If you've got something, let it rip. I'm never gonna do this again. Everybody grapples with this idea that you're really a fraud. Like, I'm alive. And that's when it clicked with me. I thought, these are not superheroes. These are just men that can do super things. This is Matt Del Negro, and you are listening to the new Stripped Down 10,000 No's. Today's episode is very specific. Uh, It's from June 25th, which is the day after we put on our first Let's Shoot the Rehearsal weekend intensive in New York City. As you'll probably hear, I was very fired up. We put on this fully immersive on-camera workshop. It was very much planned, but as you'll hear in this conversation, we were also figuring it out as we went because we had never done it before. So this cut down conversation that you're hearing is me talking to the members of my 10,000 Nose Insiders community. We do these live Zooms every Monday and this one just happened to be after I had this incredible experience putting on the weekend and I couldn't stop talking about it. But what I thought was important for here in a podcast episode was the aspect that addresses something that I am asked all the time by young actors and artists in general. They look at me, someone who's been doing this for a long time, acting professionally, and they say, uh, you know, I'm starting, but I can't get any traction. Um, I can't get started, or if there's someone who's trying to write something for themselves, material, a great role that they could play, a film or a short film, they say, yeah, it's not that good. I don't want to share it with my friends. I'm waiting till it gets better. And you're even going to hear something, a little snippet toward the end of the episode from one of my members who has that exact same dilemma. So I'm sharing this so that you can hear that that's what we did. We just got comfortable being uncomfortable. We had this thing that we thought was pretty cool, and when I say we, I mean, Adam Smith Jr., his wife, Lorna Perez. They are with the Brownstone Class New York. We collaborated for this weekend. We thought we had something cool and unique where we could give people material that was written specifically for them. We could give massive rehearsal. We could shoot it like an indie film. So it looks great and they have great footage for their reels. So that's what we did. We just pulled the trigger and that's what I want you to hear whether it's putting something like this on or just signing up for an acting class or going after an agent and a manager just do it don't be so precious just get it done done is better than perfect if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that I'm actually doing this intro from my car. I am literally sitting outside of a high school where my son is wrestling in a tournament all day. I'm going to be here like 12 hours. So I'm using this as my mobile office. And I just said, I want to get this done. I don't want to wait. I've ripped off the band-aid of being so precious because maybe some people look at this and go, Oh, that's kind of, uh, I mean, he's doing this from his car. Maybe it's going to turn people off, but some of you need to hear this. I feel like it's my responsibility to Get these conversations out to you because you listening right now, you need to hear this. There's something that you're going through right now that you're just not pulling the trigger on. And I'm saying, do it. Don't be precious. Just get it done. That's a long ramble leading to a jagged conversation about just doing it. Getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. Here you go.
1: What we do here is go back, 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 back.
0: There are a lot of lessons in it for acting but also just for doing something making a decision to do something and not knowing what exactly how you're going to do it how you're going to pull it off and just throwing it out there in a public way, and, and then having to catch up to it, because I think it applies to all the stuff we talk about in here with our writing with everything like it, it really applies to everything. It completely exceeded my expectations in such a great way. I was I was so psyched. It was just first put it out there. It's like, oh, I hate selling. I don't know if we're going to fill it. And then it filled really quickly. That was cool. You had to get a commitment once i got the commitment it's like all right we're good now i know i'm going to write these scenes these people paid me i got to do it so again like that accountability of when you throw something out there and there are other people involved especially if they've paid you you're like i gotta step up and it was great because it forced me to write i write these scenes it also forced me to go it doesn't have to be precious just get it done get them together and part of the the whole thing of the weekend was give them the power to write their own you know to have their input that led to you know I had said oh, we're going to do a zoom the zoom made the material better then i liked the zoom i was like oh this this could actually be really cool let's do another zoom so i gave myself more work but i knew it was going to make it all better the scripts got better It also had an added benefit that when we showed up on day one, you knew who you were working with. I had less anxiety of, what if I get all these people to come to New York and it sucks, (laughs) you know, which is like, and I did have a little bit of that the day before. I had a little bit of, what if we can't film all this? It's really ambitious. We basically shot four short films yesterday. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Point was, Friday, I was like, how are we going to do this? This is 26 or 27 pages we're going to shoot in one day. It's like unheard of, but we did it. We were there later than we thought. The acting was great. Some of it was more challenging than others, but like even that was a, a good challenge for me as a director. Point is, you have an instinct, follow it. That was the whole thing. Like I had Chris Messina come in and do like a Zoom in the beginning. Like I talked about that that's what my goals were for the weekend. It's not just about acting. It's about following your impulses. It's about taking ownership over your role. And I had Chris come in and talk about that. It applies in the scenes. It also applies, and he talked about this, in your careers. How can we go out and get that book, write that script, make that movie, write the letter to that director? How can we do all of that follow our impulses and not worry about what people are thinking. And then even with this, how can I follow my impulse to do this? As you guys all know, my hangups of like, oh, you're doing this acting workshop. What does that look like? And as I just did it, I thought, this is really cool. I was worried like, well, you're paying two grand. Is it a lot of money? Now I'm like, you're getting a deal, people. That's what I felt like when I walked away. It was just a great feeling of, of... It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're doing it with your heart, you'll make it cool. It won't be cheesy. I actually felt at the end of day one, when we did this like social event on the rooftop at the hotel, this was awesome. And we didn't even get to the allegedly like the, what the whole thing was about, which was giving people a real shoot day and getting them footage and stuff. And I already felt on day one, like people were psyched and I was psyched with what happened on day one. And then day two came, it'll take a while for my partner in this to edit it. I'm thank God I'm thank god I'm not editing. We shot all day yesterday. It's kind of cool for any level. In a way, it doesn't matter what your experience is, because you bring to it whatever you bring to it is what you get. Aaron. I think of you when I say throw it out there because I keep, that seems to be my recurring thing with you is like, you've got something in your writing and I keep saying, just throw it out there, put it in front of people. Does that scare you? Do you go, I need to do this. Do you go, oh, I'm never going to do that. What, where does your mind go when you hear that?
1: That's definitely been my ongoing battle It's just like, I feel like when it comes to writing and acting, I'm like, extremely bipolar in the sense that I'll have a week where I'm like, Oh, my God, this is great. I'm on a roll. And then for a week where I'm like, this is so terrible. I'm so embarrassed of having people read this. I like go back and forth all the time. And I feel like where I am right now, the life lesson that keeps circling for me and it has for like the last decade is I feel like I get so stressed when I'm not working because of like bills and like all the life stuff and then when I am working which is what I'm doing now this job is so consuming right now and it's like okay great I feel like I've like tidied up all my like the money I blew through saving up money all this stuff like I've really made strides with that and I don't owe any money and I caught up on all my credit cards but now I'm like I haven't done anything with acting and writing and I feel like this is the carousel that I've been on since 2011 it's acting for two years then I'm like you know what I need to get a job and then I'll do a job for two years and then I went to like LA for two years now I'm back in New York for like six years I haven't done anything and I think when that happens I start getting like really upset because I'm like This seems like a stupid cycle to be on. I need to put something out there. Even if you guys are like, go back to the drawing board. I'm like, cause it's giving me such angst that I haven't. I feel like I'm just in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm working and like my left side of my brain is feeling good. Like, okay, you're kicking all your boxes, but my right side is like, what are you doing? You're so, you haven't done anything creatively, so. Right,
0: well, okay, look, first first of all, thanks for your transparency. And I'll give you transparency back. That thing you're talking about, I have a family and I work, I've worked a lot. I feel stressed financially and I'm not the only one. I talk to people that work. I look at them and I think like, oh, they've worked more than me. They're in it. When I put that post out on Instagram a couple months ago about I wanna put a post from being in the Valley because it's easy to talk on an interview when you're working, it's, e- it's easy to, t- to talk to talk. It's not easy when you've been auditioning for months and you got nothing you know, you're blowing through money. And I put that out, was hesitant to do so. And the response, the response was amazing. One guy that I know that was literally nominated for an Independent Spirit Award, right when I put that out and he called me, he's like, I haven't been on a set in a year. I'm paying to go do press for this Independent Spirit Award because I know that it will be good, but I'm paying basically to do it. I lost money on that job. You know, the thing I did that was just a Tribeca, I was in Albuquerque for two weeks. It was five grand that paid me. My monthly nut is way more. than Like, I, I mean, it, it, it is crazy. So there are times when I feel not only the pressure of what you're talking about for yourself, I feel like, am I selling a lie to all of you and anybody else that ever does? What it, like, it, it, so I want to be transparent with you. It is hard that is one of those things. What I do in your situation, I just double down on myself. I mean, part of that whole weekend, part of it's like, hey man, there's a strike. You got to figure out something else to to have another revenue stream because you don't know when you're going to work again. we actually did that prior to the strike. But I guess in my mind, when the strike happened, I go, oh, well, yeah, this is actually smart because there's a strike. The writer's strike The joke about that for me and some other people I've been talking to is like, oh, it's a strike. Oh my God, we might not work. Guess what? There wasn't a strike and I didn't work for seven and a half months. That was with opportunities. That was with, so it is bad shit crazy, Aaron. You're not crazy to think that. You do have to take care of that stuff because you are living in the real world. Maybe the thing with your dilemma, which which is all of our dilemma is, Maybe you should cut off one side of you and see how it is. If you get really quiet and get honest with yourself, does it feel like more of a should? I should be writing. I should be doing that. Because if it is, then maybe don't let it plague you. Buy in and live your life and, and have money for your bills and go and travel and do all that stuff and go, do I even miss it? Or the other way, you know what? Screw the traditional thing. I'm gonna live for really cheap somewhere. I'm just gonna do this. This is all I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna worry about the expectations of what I should be at this part in my life or any of that. I don't know the answer. I feel like I I have that same dilemma. And in a way, I have higher stakes than any of you because I have a family that's like needs me to eat. And I think ironically, what I find, and I maybe what we're talking about right now of pulling the trigger and going, I spend so much time holding myself back. And whenever I just unleash and send myself in a direction, it works. Cause I have no, there's no backup plan in a, like there was no backup plan with this thing this weekend. I had to get it done. People paid me. I had to get it done. And I did. And that was the same thing with the podcast. Hem and haw, hem and haw, do it. I think for all of us, we really got to get quiet and ask ourselves, what do we really want? And only we know. And when the answer comes back, then we've got to do whatever that is. And when there's two opposing things, then we've got to ask, like, which one, what's the priority? How do you meld what you need to do and what you want to do so that they're the same thing? So you're doing them both at the same time. Write about the temp job. Write about your sister's wedding be a reporter in your own life. And I think what it does, that would be more efficient for you because then everything you're doing now is research. All right, folks, that is it. By the way, that piece of advice I was giving at the end, I have coached people and I like to call that the Billy Joel piano man exercise. Basically what it is is you look at Billy Joel, he was likely doing a not so lucrative gig at a piano bar for tips. But instead of complaining about it as a young artist, he put on his artist's mind and he looked at it as an opportunity for the surroundings or the setting of the song that would eventually be the foundation of one of the greatest music careers in today's modern age. And he did that because he didn't make excuses. He saw an opportunity. Speaking of opportunities, if you dug what you heard about the Let's Shoot the Rehearsal weekend that we've been talking about, you're in luck. We're gonna be doing another one, February 17th and 18th in New York City. If you're interested, email info at 10000 We'll send you a welcome packet. We'll send you the intake questionnaire, which asks you some questions so that we can get really specific and dialed in with the material that we write for you and your scene partner. We cast it, so we're gonna put you with someone that we think is right. We shoot it in this beautiful lounge space that's something that we learned as I said we learned as we were going that first weekend that we're talking about in this conversation we wrote scenes that were too long it was like short films And we learned from there we don't need as long a material we need to go deeper in the material better for the actors better for everybody we also had built a cool set at the brownstone class for that weekend but since then we've partnered with the noah rooftop space which has a rooftop and a bar lounge at our hotel partner the hgu new york in midtown so we shoot it there it looks stunning. It really looks awesome. So if you're interested, check it out. Stop making excuses. I don't care if it's the let's shoot the rehearsal or it's just some acting class that you wanted to take somewhere or some endeavor that you're considering jumping into. I say just jump. I'd rather see you swing and miss than spend the next 60 years of your life wondering if you could have done it. So just do it. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's it. Thanks for listening or watching whatever you did and we will see you next week. Thank you